That's not Sweet Land of Liberty. That's the British national anthem. Yes. So did you watch the royal wedding? I didn't. You know, they they played this song. Like when? I don't know. <laughs> like not while she was walking no, down no, the no, aisle. No, 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 no. I thought they did. <laughs> did you watch it? I watched like bits of it. While you were doing chores or it, just had it on in the background? No, I didn't watch it live on TV. It was more okay. like yeah, yeah. replays of it yeah. through news Because it was ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah, because even though I didn't watch it, you know, it was on like, uh, you know, all the, if you scroll through Facebook at all or any, if you were online at all, you know, if you have yeah. like a Yahoo page up or, um, you well, know, Newer Times, it. you know, yeah. or a friend shared it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was ubiquitous uh, yeah. for like a week. You know, I couldn't watch it. I mean, you know, there was something definitely unconscious going on there. Really? Subconscious. So when you say I couldn't watch it, you're not saying that, well, my schedule wouldn't allow. You're saying that you just something inside of you kept you from watching it. Definitely. Really? And it's uh, really I hate to say it. I got to know. I got to know. It's 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 dark. This is Gritty Girls, a place where you can come to process the issues and topics your girlfriends, family, or coworkers may or may not be discussing. However, you're thinking about these issues, so let's dive into them together. Hi everyone, I'm Christina Lee. And I'm Leslie Campbell, and we are the Gritty Girls. It's ugly. And I think a lot of women can relate. Yeah, you know. it's supposed to be this really happy, momentous. For her. Occasion. (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be for, actually, uh, for feminists and women women of color as well. Well. mm -hmm, Right? Yes. Or is that part of the darkness? You know, um, not for feminists, because I think that I am, uh, but for women of color, since I'm a woman of color, yes, I hate to admit it. See, I thought you would be cheering her on. Of course, if anyone were to ask me, that's what I would say. Right. You know, unless, uh, because it just takes too long to say otherwise, And, and I certainly wouldn't say that to someone I don't know very well. Yeah. Um, and of course, our our audience is listening to this. Yeah. And they don't know me, but they do a little now. And I, yeah. you know, I mean, our goal is to be honest. And and so I really wanted to do, um, you know, I wanted to to talk about this, to talk about the wedding, um, you know, in a way that I just I wanted other women to kind of um, say, yeah, she kind of put into words and put out there something that I was having problems with. Like, you know, you would think this 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 event that took place, you know, overseas with some woman I don't know with (laughs) a monarchy that's so outdated. Right. Yeah. um, That I would. What would that do? How could that trigger me? Right. Yeah, I know. But It does. That's it does because yes, um, it does because she's American, because she is like one of us. Yeah, uh, because she's a woman of color, and you know, there's this feeling of 
why do you get to do that? Why do you get to live that life? Really? See, yes. I I don't know. I guess I saw it more so like, like, wow, this is kind of um, showing that this, like you said, this old dated monarchy is progressing and kind of coming into the century that we're in, that they're not going to shun their prince for wanting to, A, marry an American, B, someone who's not royalty, and then C, being a woman of color. And not only is she a woman of color, but she's outspoken about her her beliefs, right? All of those are intellectual things, right? They're not emotional things. Right. So, yes, on an intellectual level, absolutely. There are so many great things, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, about from our point of view, right? Because we're American. We're feminists. We... Uh, you know, we're we're not 80 years old, okay? And so, yes, there are so many uh, obvious signs of uh, obvious pluses yeah. uh, of, of, you know, him marrying Meghan Markle. Um, but if you look just at emotional, let's look at the emotional response, and we're being very honest, we always have an emotional response to something. And yeah. a lot of, and emotions are always very revealing of your subconscious uh, kind of life and what's yeah. happening. And usually they have to, what they really reveal in the end is the old wounds yeah. that we have. And so, you know, I walked around for like a week uh, feeling uh, feeling ugly feelings. Uh, and of course, I, I want to say there I, aren't... You need to expound on that though for me because I'm, I'm, I guess I'm having trouble understanding why that is. Or, like, I need you to expound on what are those ugly feelings. Like, you mentioned, like, why does she get get to do this? Now, I will say I did have one negative thought about it, and that is years ago, okay, I remember watching some news story about a lot of young American women would purposefully go live overseas in the U.K. to try to frequent places where the princes would be in the hopes of meeting them and trying to date them because they wanted to be a princess and marry into the royal family. So it was like gold diggers. So it made me wonder, like, was Meghan Markle one of these people? And then I felt bad for thinking that. Um, But whenever I saw the wedding, um, they just seemed very happy and in love. So I guess some of those thoughts quickly went away. But yeah, that but would be right the one there. negative yes, that right. I had. Yeah, you had suspicions, right, about her motivation. For like a second. For a second. Yeah. So what you just pointed out, that women would go and try to meet the princess, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that is so that they can be a princess. Yes. Well, that is very much a part of us still, yeah. women. As much as we're feminists, you know, when we're really honest, there's a part that we fight where we have been socialized to have someone come and rescue us, mm-hmm. that we're not complete until that happens. We you want know, to be special. We, There you go. Yeah. And this is the ultimate being special. Yeah, it kind of is. Ultimate. She's a princess now. Right. So that's what's triggering for so many people, so many of right. us who, because what we are fighting, if you look at our world right now especially, mm-hmm. it, it's so, uh, it, it, it reflects that side uh, very conspicuously, where we all want to be seen. Yeah. Right? Social media. But I will say there's a difference I see with this wedding versus, um, I, I guess if you wanted to say an American royal wedding, you know, not real royal, I'm thinking Kim Kardashian, okay? Millions of dollars. And do you remember her first marriage? 
It was televised. It was a big deal. They spent millions and millions of dollars on this. This was kind of like, and I laugh at it because I don't consider her any kind of royalty at all. But, and you know, as far as celebrity goes, this was kind of like an American royalty sort of deal, right? But the contrast between a Kim Kardashian wedding and a Meghan Markle wedding is that Meghan Markle didn't have a choice as far as the pageantry of it all and the public, the publicity of it all. Um, if you're marrying into the royal family, you are marrying into a public life. So even if she wanted a small little getaway with just family, that was not going to happen. Kim Kardashians of the world, they have a choice. They choose to be in the spotlight. They choose to be seen. They choose to have all eyes on them. So I guess that's why I don't really view the royal wedding in that light. You know, it's, but the it's difference, different. the difference, though, that makes all the difference is that they are royalty. Yes, they in are. the UK. Yeah. In the UK, yes, but they are still royalty. And Americans, yeah. we don't have like a royal family, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they are. The reality yeah. is that they are the royal family. Right. And they have, there's a whole, insti- you truly are a bona fide princess yeah. when you marry a prince. I mean, they're they're bona fide princes, you know? Yeah. And also Hollywood, a lot of people look at Hollywood disdainfully. Oh, and a so lot of people not, do. Yeah. But despite that, there there are, they still are very much revered well, and they still hold a lot of influence. Well, but, but we're talking about Kim Kardashian. I mean, if yeah, this were so, for example, for us, it might be a Kennedy, right? Yeah. Or you know, uh, you know, you have the Hollywood royal couples who would really be like the big movie mm-hmm. stars, right? Angela, Le- but Angelina even, Jolie, and even Brad Pitt. The American and, um, mm-hmm. celebrities were at the wedding. Like Oprah, that's right. Oprah was there, right? Because it's Meghan Markle, because yeah. she's an American celebrity. But, I mean, come on, Oprah. She's kind of like American royalty, unofficial. She. she is she holds a lot of influence she holds a lot of influence a lot but she wasn't getting married so no and she's not going to get married no <laughs> so i think the that you know so what i see as being different um is is that i mean i do think mm-hmm. it makes all the difference the fact that she married a prince and now she is yeah. a she is now a part of the royal family right and so there's so much access to that there's so much privilege her. yes I don't. I don't okay so there it's two things right so it's like there's something to be envied and there's something to yes. uh, to uh, you're to gaining, kind of sympathize but you're up. right of you're course you're giving up a lot of personal freedoms yes a yes. lot Yes. And, you know, I, I'm sure for a lot of people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, take take whatever. You know, I want that life. I don't know. You know, I can only speak from my own perspective. You know, I can't speak for everybody. For me, oh, my gosh, I would not want to be that much in the public eye where every move you make is scrutinized. And even though what we're doing now is public, our audience is nowhere near as big. And... No one's physically watching me as I sit here. No. <laughs> in my t-shirt. No, you know, totally different, right? Chatting Completely. With you. It's like a different universe. Totally different. It's like a different universe. Yeah. But it it still triggers because some of these things are so 
again, subconscious, you can yeah. use you can use rationality in right. order to explain, you know, why this is, you know, not all a good thing for right. her. So did you think through like when you first had yeah. these feelings inside, were you surprised? I was surprised at how prominent they were. I was surprised at the jealousy that I felt. I was surprised at um, how uh, I felt, uh, you know, like I, I wasn't happy for her. I felt yeah. like she was she was undeserving, really? that she was getting something that she she shouldn't be there. Um, that uh, and what it shows is a number of things. Um, it shows that we, uh, number one, have been brought up right to believe that we need to be rescued, and then the other is this idea of having to earn uh, value. I see. What we you're have saying. to earn it. Like she didn't earn right. uh, the the right to enter this family, have all this money and privilege, have access. And so I was thinking of all the positives she was getting, yeah. right? Because that's the part that's being triggered. Um, so she, so it shows that I believe that I have to earn my worth, you know, because without, so it's, you know, when she, um, when I realized that she was getting married, yeah. I thought, oh, did she earn all her chips? <laughs> earn her chips. Did she? Well, did then I'll she... ask you this question. What do you feel she would have needed to have done in order to earn it? Well, so this reveals a third issue, classism. Mm. So if she had come from, if she were a Kennedy, like if she were American and she yeah. were a Kennedy or a she... Rothschild. Right? Or yeah. she came from, she was a Vanderbilt Right, oh, okay. a Rockefeller, mm. or you know, she's in uh, in in the UK, and she comes from in like those a, circles. In those circles, then, oh well, she's of the same class. That's out of my okay. reach. That's a whole different plane, and so it doesn't trigger me. What if she had been white, but not in those circles? Would you still have had those same feelings? Yes but not as much. So then that brings the yeah. fifth element now um, of her being, so, you know, I'm Asian, mm -hmm. Chinese, and her being biracial. Um, what that brings up is this uh, idea that, so it really brought up um, my my wounds as an immigrant. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I came when I was seven. Yeah. And so there's this, I've, you know, I've had to confront this lately yeah. um, of looking at, these feelings of never of, of always trying to be accepted by the white society. So, for example, in high school, not having a white boyfriend, yeah. right, to validate the fact that oh, I'm just as pretty, mm. I'm just as um, cool, yes, you know, I'm just as valuable, yeah, right. Um, and it's so confusing, you know, yeah. because it really do is about looking different. I feel like I'm starting to make a connection here. So because you as an immigrant, as a woman of color, looking different from the majority around you, all throughout your life, you have felt that you have had to work a little harder to get that recognition that you wanted and you needed. And so to see another woman of color who you feel that maybe she didn't have to work as hard, she just so happened to have the right person fall in love with her, 
kind of made you feel like, wait a minute, I've had to work so hard just to earn the little status that I have here in America, and now you're marrying a prince? Am I going down the right path? Yes. Okay. And so it reveals these wounds that we have. Yeah. You know, in reality, when I step back, of course I can see that, um, number one, she she didn't have to earn his love. You know, well, you shouldn't have to earn what anyone's I mean. love. That's the beauty right? of love, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so, of course, yes, I see that, yeah. right? Um, and when I step back, you know, I can see that um, she seems like a like a, like a a good person. I mean, from the oh, interviews yeah. I've seen, she seems like I a really lovely like person. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I step back, I can see that this says something also about about Harry, right? That yeah. that he has, you know, the the depth and the yes. the, the breadth uh, and the he courage. He sees her beauty both inside yes. and out because she she is beautiful inside and out. And she is someone that um, we should all women of color, you know, strive to be, which yes. is to to She's a great to feel role model. yes that you know we can be graceful and mm-hmm. we have a right to be here and we. There's no apology about who you know I so am. So it's like you could take your initial negative feelings and really flip them and turn it into a positive instead of, well, wait a minute, who are you and why do you get to have this too? Look at her. Look at what she is. To me, that should speak a message, especially to younger women of color, that doors are open. Right. It doesn't mean that we're all going to marry into the royal family. Right. But there are only so few princes around. There really are. (laughs) There's not a whole lot. But to me, it does show that there really is no ceiling. Yes. But, you know, it's it's uh, it's hard to see that. Right. I mean, yes, ultimately, of course, you know, you our job is to um, to confront ourselves and to never lie to ourselves and to do inner work. Mm -hmm. Um, But before that can happen, you really have to acknowledge all your feelings, all of the dark uh, emotions that we have. And they're all legitimate. Admit them. Yeah. Right. Look at them, feel them. Don't even push them away. Like, really, you know, Mm -hmm. like marinate in it. Yeah. Like, I really, it, it was really uncomfortable. And I still have some discomfort around it. I do. Some like, you know, like, I'll just find myself doing laundry and like being snide. <laughs> find, like thinking. It's easy to be snide whatever. while doing laundry. No, I be- yeah. yes, yes, it is actually. See, and I that's what I mean. Meghan She's Markle doing, doesn't have to do laundry. That's what I was saying. <laughs> laundry. Laundry. She never have to do laundry. Do you, know, you know, how much time did I spend, okay, researching which washing machine to buy? Yeah. Okay, right. you Rich know, dryer sheet doesn't have as many chemicals as the other. Yes, That's, exactly. That was a dilemma I found myself. Yeah. Oh, the 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 garage door isn't oh, yeah. working, and I need to call that guy out. My dryer's squeaking right now. Right. So like all of these things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you start to think about, oh, you know, she has someone taking care of all these mm-hmm. um, very tedious, you know, kind of uh, life sucking, yeah, um, types of tasks. Um, and so that's the initial, yeah. and um, and I kind of want to talk about that. I mean, yes, we can, we can. Have you ever watched The Crown? You know, I, I watched the first couple of episodes. Oh, They're did. good. They are good. They're good. Then I didn't watch anymore. Well, I'm... I would encourage you to keep watching it because I think what it what it does, I think it helps kind of answer some of the question it's we have true, yeah. amongst some of these like tedious things that we get tired of doing. Oh, they'll never have to do that. But what 
what I gained and what I learned through watching The Crown is you see what their burden is, and they do carry a burden. And as I was watching this, um, I just kept finding myself thinking, I am not envious of the queen one bit. Um, I'll take having to deal with a squeaky dryer, a broken garage door, uh, doing my own laundry every day, any day over the burden that she has to carry. Um, I think for me, uh, self-expression is super important for me. It's very important to me and in my personality type that I feel free to be myself. I don't like it when I'm in situations where I have to kind of put on a face. You know what I mean? It's very tiresome for me. And that is her entire life. Yeah. Is constantly putting on a face. Right. Um, and because everything is scrutinized and, and they are trained on how to act and behave and look and even wave in public. And um, uh-huh. that would just be exhausting. It is. It so is. Exhausting. All the traditions, to right? Never f- yes. And to feel like you were never able to truly just speak your mind mm-hmm. and say the things that you truly feel. I would feel like I was betraying myself. And because at the end of the day, um, yourself, that's all you really have. Yeah. That's the only thing that you truly own. And that, I feel, is a big part of what you give up when you're in that royal spotlight. You must um, start to wonder who you are. Yes. And the crown, as you watch it, there's a lot of that going on, especially with the queen's sister. She really struggles with, like, who am I? Who am I being true to herself? I'm just filling herself. a role, right? Exactly. A shell of a person. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why there's so many stories of royalty wanting to abdicate trade it and, all out, yeah. you know, that wanting to run away from it, you know, abdicate the crown, you know, so, or the throne, I should say. Yeah. Um, there's a reason why mm-hmm. that's a common, common narrative. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, and and those are really great points to to bring up because that is the reality, yeah. right? That's the reality, and right. you know, we all it also shows us that we always think the grass is greener on the other yes. side, and you know that is true. If you, um, you know, we all have to have basics to survive, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have to have enough money in order to have some happiness, but you know, when you have that um, and you want more, you often think that those people are happier, yeah. Um, often Sometimes they're not. They're not. They're just dealing with life the way we are. Yeah. And uh, and needing to, um, you know, to pull really deep. Yes. Uh, from someplace really deep to understand who am I. Right. And the benefit that you and I have is that when we're doing that, we can talk about it on our show. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, um, you know, Meghan Markle can't do that anymore, most likely. Only with, the, I'm sure, yes. her intimate circle. Correct. Right. She has to watch a lot more, yeah. you know, what she does and what she says, mm-hmm. um, which is a very restraining way to be, restrained way to be. I have a hard time just doing that in my own life. I know, right? I mean, even with our husbands. You know, yes. I try. Yeah, yeah. I know. I had a tough moment with um, Raymond last night, just little thing, and it was really pissing me off, you know. Yeah. And um, and I'm like, why can't you talk about this? Like, obviously, you're not happy, you know, about yeah. what we just talked about. And I thought we were okay. And and he's just quiet, and yeah. he's like, can we talk about it later? <laughs> and of course, he didn't. And so in the morning, I'm like upset, you know, because first of all, I'm a little upset going to bed. But I'm like, so no, I've to done deal with this it right then. And he, just I always a, do. Yeah. I always do. We're opposite in my. My house. Yeah. Wants to deal with it right then. And I'm just kind of like, can we just let the emotions kind of like. 
play out before play out we a little bit. Yeah. Attack this. <laughs> it's so hard. And then yeah. this morning I thought, you know what? I'm not going to discharge on him. Um, I'm going to, I made a promise that until I deal with my own feelings and I'm feeling okay, I'm not going to talk to him about it. That's mature. Yes, very. That is the way to be. That, yes. That is what we all uh, should strive toward. Because oftentimes when we do do that, we yeah. find out a lot of what we're feeling has more to do with us than it does with the other person. It almost always does. Yeah. And even when the other person isn't fu- fully cooperating with you, which mm-hmm. happens, but how are you going to be gracious about it? Yeah. How are we going to give them the space right. to make a mistake or just to be imperfect? And, you know, how can how can we instead what I know I'm looking for is for him to reassure me, really, you know, to make my discomfort go away like, you know, like a blanket. But he's yeah. not. He's got his own set of complex right. emotions. And so that is maturity. Yeah. You know, so you is have to figure to out how take to care put, of yourself. put on your own blanket in that yes, sense. Yeah. I do. And so I tell my kids that because they always want to mm-hmm. hug, right, when they're upset. Yeah. I'm like, of course I'll give you a hug. But you know that your goal is to ultimately be able to comfort yourself. Yes. You know, that, that, Obviously, the big things mm-hmm. you need to talk to people you love, but if it's you know you're you're crying over spoiled you know spoiled <laughs> mi- spilled milk, yeah. uh, then mm, you yeah. know yeah, like give yourself a squeeze. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. give yourself a squeeze. <laughs> so so you didn't find yourself being snide except for that no. tiny bit of like that, it was doubt. more like a curiosity like yeah. like was she one of those young Americans that moved over there just so she could like you know, cross paths with the prince. You know, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't want to, like, go down that path with no, uh, n- you know, actual facts about yeah. it. Um, but no, I, 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 I don't know. I was very happy for them. And, and part of me has kind of been different, really, because it doesn't really, at the end of the day, doesn't it really didn't trigger have anything you. to do with my life. Yeah, you had all the normal, like, reactions. Pretty much. Yeah. It, it kind And I would say more indifference than anything else, just kind of more like, oh, that's cool. He found someone. And then, oh, she's, uh, she's um, biracial. That's cool. I don't think there's ever been a biracial royal before. And then, um, you know, I saw snippets of the wedding, you know, shared online and, Oh, you know, she looks beautiful in her dress and saw snippets of the sermon and thought that guy was really cool and and then that was kinda it. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Like Yeah. So Christina, now mm. that you've kind of gotten this out, mm. um, do you feel any different? I feel a little better. I do actually. That's good. I feel a little bit better. Even though I did talk about it with um who did I talk about it with? Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about it with somebody, but um, not fully though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just mentioned it and, um, but yeah, I do feel better. I hope that, you know, other women out there who, you know, have felt these emotions and felt Mm -hmm. embarrassed, you know, by them that now they can, they can see, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the reason I'm feeling this way and then feel a little better. Not that they're just bad people, (laughs) not that they're small people or something. Well, sometimes we feel things and we don't like, we know like this isn't, probably the proper emotion I should have for this but a lot of times we don't know why or where it stems from but it shows that um, it's worth the internal work it takes to dig through that to try to figure out where it's coming from. Well the good thing is that yes and the good thing for me is that I didn't judge my emotions I didn't feel like I shouldn't have them yeah um, which was you know which is such a 
which is progress. So yeah. if you guys out there, you know, when you stop judging your feelings, that's a sign that, oh, <laughs> hey, look at the work I've done. I'm not yeah. judging my feelings now. Um, but that um, that what hopefully this will do is help people understand women, other women understand their feelings. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I started to understand them. Uh, and especially as I was preparing for this, you know, I yeah. did write a little bit journal a little mm-hmm. bit. And so um, more of it came into focus. So hopefully other women feel that, too. Or hopefully yeah. other women, when they hear this, um, they'll also get some clarity. It's definitely a perspective I have not heard yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, my gosh. We're at the end of our very first season. That's kind of hard to believe. Yeah. A lot of work has gone into this. A lot. A lot. Uh, a year and a half. Yeah. At yeah. this point. A year and a half because we we worked for a year before mm-hmm. we launched and we launched in January of 2018 right. and now we are in May, the mm-hmm. end of May here. And this is the 15th episode. Episode. Mm-hmm. Normally, um, just so our audience knows, everybody out there, our season starts in September. So we're going to take a hiatus uh, yeah. over the summer so that we can re-energize, uh, get the new batch of shows ready, uh, get some other projects done with our families and start in September and we'll go all the way through the following May. So and that's our usual season. Yes. And we're going to start off at the bang. We're going to have a party, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We talked about that. So mm-hmm. we need to stick with it. You know, yes. we get so busy, Leslie. I know. We're, we're going to do it this time. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We didn't do a launch party it. like we thought we were. So we're going to call this the relaunch party. The relaunch party. Yeah, for season so, two. give us some highlights. What are some shows that are coming up? Exciting? Very. So I'm really excited about what we've got coming up. So one of them that is coming is called Give Me a Bite of That. Like what? Yeah, so this is kind of inspired by um, a couple family members of mine. Well, one in particular. Um, there are some people that have, have some really finicky um, ideas about food and sharing their food. Sharing their food. Sharing, yes, yes, that's why we call it Give Me a Bite of That. And so yeah. I think it's one of those things that people don't sit and think about. But the moment you mention it, they go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Right. They can think of a family member or they don't like to share and they've yeah. been picked on for refusing right. to share. My so I think it's a hot button for her death stare. If yeah. you ask her if you can have a bite See, of her food. Oh. Yeah. And there are quite a few people out there like that. Yeah. And so this, I think, will really kind of air this out. Yeah. Um, so the other uh, show that we have that I think is really cool uh, and one that a lot of people don't talk about is sexual healing, mm. getting into our kind of our <laughs> sexual life. And uh, but the, you know, kind of the angle we're taking is looking at how we can heal through sex. Yeah. So that's sexual healing like this. And we have a special person that we're going to be talking we to. We do. She's wonderful. Episode. Yes. Um, she actually does seminars um, on sexual healing. Nice. So, so we're going to get some expert advice. Yes. Ruby from Ruby. And I'm also very excited about the episode that we, we've already recorded it, but we'll be releasing it in the fall. It's about pill shaming. This is something that's very close to my heart. Um, you know, mental health issues and some of the shame and stigma that comes along with that. Another one we want to mention is growing old in America. You know yeah. how they're doing it really um, without being seen growing old in America. Yeah, and currently going through all this with my grandmother. So I'm... 
going to go out and visit her and hopefully interview her this summer and um, kind of just share some of the struggles that yeah, they have. I look forward to hearing from her, actually. Yeah. So, um, you know, the one thing that uh, we want to say is that we love our audience because, you know, um, we have always, we wanted a community and we wanted to build one. It just, it really pumps me up when I, you know, when I see the likes uh, on our, you know, show releases Mm -hmm. and when people, uh, when my friends have texted and, and said, that was a great yeah. episode. Um, and so I'm I'm just uh, wanting to say thank you for continuing to listen. And um, what I'd love to see is for people to uh, send us a message, uh, call our Google line. Yeah. Um, give us feed. Tell us what you'd like to hear. Right. And if you like it, share it. Yes. Share it with your share. friends, social media. Um, I was thrilled the other day when I was picking up my son from uh, his weekend camp out with his scout troops. And one of the other moms came up to me and said, I was just listening to one of your podcast episodes in the car. And she had some very positive feedback to give back. And that just made me feel really good. And, and, and also to hear that she was learning something from it and that it was resonating with her and that she felt like she could relate um, so we would ask a favor for you to share and to um, please write a review. Um, it's the only way that we can be um, seen by those who don't know us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way for other people to find us. Right. So take a moment. Um, if you're on iTunes, uh, you, unfortunately, you have to give us a star rating and write a review for, in order for it to show to up. show up. Yeah, iTunes and different. Every platform's different too. So yes. if you're on Stitcher or Podbean, like yes. you can review on Podbean. I haven't seen how you can do it on Stitcher. So it's different everywhere you go. So, um, you know, e- even a Facebook share it. is huge. Yeah, really. Yeah. you know, because that that really helps out a lot. Because um, people can see us, especially because mm-hmm. Leslie creates these awesome graphic <laughs> images for each um, episode that is released. And so, if you ever see one, if you can reshare, that'd be awesome. So, awesome. all right. Well, here's to uh, everyone's summer. Have an awesome summer. So we look forward to seeing you all, or not seeing, but hearing from hearing you. from you all again in the fall. <laughs> I'd like to know if any of our listeners have actually caught the surprise at the end of our episodes. Yeah, so I haven't heard that from anyone yet. Let's see who either. can text us. Yeah, and tell us. Oh, I caught that. Christina usually puts a little blooper. Yes, and at the end. Yes. Some, you know, there are a few that don't have them, but yeah. yeah so look for that and tell us what you think. Like the Marvel movies. Yes. Like I think that's so fun. <laughs> Ethan yeah. actually suggested that, my oh, oldest. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was him? That was him. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. That's awesome. He said, oh, you should have like a blooper at the end. My God. Ethan is 12, idea. guys. He's 12, yeah. yes. All right, everybody. All right. Have a good summer.